This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey, everybody. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. We are your hosts. I'm Rudy V. And I'm Anthony Ray. Okay, guys. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about the dreaded flea season that's upon us. Once again, anybody that owns a pet, a dog, a cat, a squirrel, a rabbit, anything like that is going to attract fleas. So fleas, as we know, can be a big, big problem. And we're going to try to address some of those problems today by giving you some tips on how to control the situation in case you have fleas or your pet does have fleas. It could be one flea, two fleas, or a thousand fleas. So we're going to make some suggestions, talk about some techniques that we use as dog groomers to you know, better help you guys out there. We're going to be recommending some organic flea shampoos, some flea dips, some flea sprays, just get you better prepared. So, Ant, in your opinion, do you think that uh, this is a bad flea season or what? Yeah, it's uh, this has actually been a, the worst one couple years you know at least uh, from what i'm seeing there's uh, i don't know if it's because the weather stayed a little bit warmer through october or not but uh, i'm seeing a lot more usually around this time you know we always see a couple infestations but this year it's been multiplied by a lot especially in the for the squirrel owners uh, exactly that you just mentioned um, that, that's that, right that was uh, part of the list of <laughs> squirrels need love too man squirrels need <laughs> yeah. love too okay. yeah certainly when you hear fleas the, the, the first thing you think of as squirrel so you all you squirrel listeners definitely uh pay attention right I, that, that's why i said it i wanted to address it you know you know and lovebirds too yeah squirrels and lovebirds the most common pets to get please but right exactly you know but uh yeah so um what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk more about this we're gonna go to break briefly and uh, we're gonna come back and we're gonna address the issue so uh yeah we'll be right back after this break designerpetsweaters.com hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat beautiful couture patterns for your pets including custom knitted formal wear casual wear yachting and even sports themed many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats top hats and a lot of sparkle each sweater includes leg loops front paw sleeves and leash opening visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready large or small we fit them all designerpetsweaters.com let's talk pets on petliferadio.com Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. Before the break, Anthony and I were talking about the dreaded flea season. So, yeah, you know, Anthony, I was noticing in the break, man, you look like you were doing a little scratching back there. Is, is, could it be the wool hat or what's under that scalp of yours? I don't know. Here we go with the hat again. I'm just uh, saying, you were scratching. Well, I mean, it, I saw you. It, 
At least I have the potential to worry about getting fleas. They don't really have anywhere to burrow on your head. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you know, you're, you're really working with a, with a mean part there. That's from sea to shining sea. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, what, are you talking about my comb over? Yeah, your old comb over. At least I get to rock a wool hat. You're rocking a skin cap. I got like an East Coast, West Coast comb over going. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> East Coast. Yeah, you got a, got a East Coast, West Coast my, struggle. My scalp is like Moses part in the Red Sea. Right. Exactly. So how about stop mentioning my wool hat? Yeah, I was just curious. That's, that's well, not, you, that's, but you don't have a thing. You have a conductor's cap on today. What do you got to train? <laughs> This is a conductor's cap. I really got to stop wearing hats. Watch, that's going to make it into every episode. I'm sporting, like, am I getting, like, that Donald Trump comb over going or what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think think his is a little bit better. It's a little more full. But, you know, I think his product is a little better. I'd like to see. It's it's funny, Donald Trump. It's like, I'd like to see uh, Donald Trump make some decisions on fleas. (laughs) Right, a fleet ban or something. Right, right. Can you imagine? We're gonna put up a wall, folks. Okay, (laughs) you know, you know, know, we're gonna put up a wall around our dogs, around our pets. Okay, we're gonna make (laughs) pet ownership great again, folks. Okay, we gotta keep these fleas out. (laughs) That's awesome, man. You you could just hear him say it. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he, he could post it on his Twitter. Right, right. No, oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. All right. So, <laughs> all right, so let's uh, address some uh, flea issues. Like everybody tends to think that there's a flea season, and we both know as groomers that really depends on where you live. You know, because if you're living, you know, someplace like Florida, the warmer states, the flea season's basically all year round. So you know, you're gonna have this battle, this continuous battle where you know, if you live up north where we are, uh, you know, Jersey and, uh, you know, where you get winters, it tends to, um, to die down in the colder months. But with that being said, like you were saying earlier, you know, we're getting this warm front. So fleas are just sticking around like crazy, yeah, yeah. you know, and if you don't take care of the problem, they'll live in your house. You know, they'll go right through winter and well into spring. It's really bad. I don't understand the purpose of fleas unless your name is flea and you play for a rock band called the red hot chili peppers. <laughs> I don't understand your purpose in life, but obviously, uh, uh, there is a purpose for them, but <laughs> not on our dogs and cats, right? Not on our pets. Yeah, that is the so. only flea I've ever seen with a purpose, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have a purpose, I, I, but I don't know what it is. Maybe I should look that up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm curious. What, what yeah. is there? And have you ever seen one under a microscope? They're horrible looking. They look like aliens. It's they these. look mean. They look mean. They look aggressive. They're biting the dog. So I don't like to kill anything, to be honest with you, but we got to kill fleas. You know, unfortunately, it's just the problem. We got to kill fleas, get them off our pets. I just pulled it up right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fleas serve no purpose. <laughs> That's what I'm getting right here. Right. They don't pollinate any flowers, nor do they prey on any destructive or harmful insects. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> they siphon the blood of unsuspecting animals and people, all the while passing harmful organisms into their bloodstream. Okay. Oh, man. okay. Okay. Let's kill these guys. Yeah. Let's, all right. All right. Let's, so, let's, let's yeah. murder these fleas. Yeah. Okay? I guess. Uh, yeah. Maybe we yeah. should put up a wall. <laughs> That's uh, we got. <laughs> we got to get them out then. Okay. Well, I didn't, I never knew that. Right. Well, we are going to put up a wall. That's part of what we're going to talk about. 
when we get a dog in our grooming shop, and this is coming from a grooming shop perspective, so this might be a little tip for you groomers out there. What you want to do is you don't want to start spraying the dog down as soon as he comes into your shop because believe it or not, that's going to cause the fleas to just become hyperactive and jump off of the dog and now they're in your shop. So when you take a dog in that you know has fleas and during this season when we put a dog up on the table, we check them right away for fleas. Uh, It's like the very first thing we do and the best place to check them is like the base of the tail, the underside, behind the ears, uh, the armpit. It's the hidden areas. Yeah, but, they're smart. Yeah, they're smart. They'll hide. But what you want to do is you want to get that dog into the tub or cat into the tub and defleet as soon as possible. Because once you hit them with the water and the flea shampoo, they're going to start dying right away. But again, you don't want to spray the dog down prior to doing that. You want to kind of just take that dog and get it right in the tub and defleet immediately so they're not bouncing around your grooming shop and then potentially getting onto other pets, other people's pets. So that's from a grooming shop perspective. But from the house, as a pet owner, the problem is may be even bigger than just on your dog because you may have sprayed or, you know, you have carpeting or there's a culprit somewhere. They're picking them up somewhere and they could be picking them up from your backyard, bringing the problem into the house. Now, if you have a cat, in your house. Now they're getting on the cat and it could become a huge, huge dilemma where there's a big difference between like a couple of fleas, which is very common and a flea infestation. What was the statistic, Ant? A female flea can lay up to 50 eggs on your dog. So that's 50 eggs. And then from there, uh, there could be another 50, uh, you know, there's no telling. Right. There could be hundreds of, you know, hatching females. And we've seen that. We've seen it where, you know, you put a dog in the tub and the fleas are just popping off. I mean, they're jumping on you. They can get on you. They can bite people. They generally, yeah. They won't survive on us, but they will bite us and they need a source. They need the dog to survive. So with that being said, if there is an infestation, what can also happen is aside from the fleas is that it doesn't necessarily have to be an infestation. Rather, aside from the fleas, though, dogs can start to develop what's called a flea bite dermatitis, which is when the dog becomes allergic to the flea bite itself. So uh, like I said, it doesn't have to be an infestation. It could be one or two fleas causing this big allergic reaction and this dermatitis where the dog's going to start getting raised bumps and and skin irritation, loss of hair. He's going to be biting at himself, scratching at himself. His hair is going to be falling out and it's very, very uncomfortable for the dog. So we need to address this. There's a number of different ways to address this problem. Do you want to talk a little bit, Ann, about that? Yeah, well, one of the first things about the dermatitis, the flea bite dermatitis, is that it's a scary term that I found that not a lot of people know what it even looks like or if that's, you know, because dermatitis sometimes could even just look like your, you know, your dog's just kind of biting at itself. Sometimes it, like it's kind of just like, because we had, um, we had an old shepherd, Lucky. Yeah. Uh, she had it and it doesn't always seem like there's a major problem. Sometimes it just looks like, oh, she has allergies or whatever. And she's just sort of biting at herself and the hair starts to come off and they start right. to become bald, you know, or just a lot less hair in the spot. So it's that good timing actually, because we just did our flea bite dermatitis video for our uh, YouTube channel that's going to be coming out soon. So I think what the first rec- thing to do is to be able to recognize it and see what it is, because if the more people who know what flea bite dermatitis actually looks like, 
they'll be able to recognize it right away. And then hopefully you could even catch it in time before their pets start biting at themselves to the point where the hair is never going to come back. And they're just always going right. to look irritated, even if they're not, because it's unsettling. It's yeah. not, you know, a dog that has fleas without flea bite dermatitis, you always feel bad for it. It's unsettling to begin with just to, to picture these insects living on them, feeding off of their blood, biting them, making them itchy. So a dog that has flea bite dermatitis is like now you could actually see the right. irritation, the bumps, the allergy yeah. setting in, and it could be very easily mistaken for any other kind of allergy, a regular right. allergy, just a skin allergy or something like that, that, that right. sometimes just gets overlooked. And a dog owner through no fault of their own will just, oh, you know, yeah, sure, it happens, you know, when the weather right. gets cold or when the weather gets warm. And, and actually, if you just with a little inspection, you might yep. notice mm-hmm. that there's some fleas walking around your dog. And if your dog has those bumps, that irritation, then it's almost nine times out of 10 actually flea bite dermatitis. And you get rid of the fleas, you get rid of the dermatitis in most that's cases. That's right. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a good point because that's the importance of checking the dog, like you said, because if you do see the fleas, then you know that that's nine out of 10 times the problem. And uh, you brought up Lucky. And remember, hers got so bad where she used to gyrate. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, she, she would, looked like she, she was breakdancing. She exactly. I was just gonna say she looked, she was breakdancing. She would yeah. spin. Remember, we used to count her spins. Yeah. Oh, dude, man, what she was got the up record? To like, I think she got up to like eleven, twelve, wow, spinning around slowly, rubbing her butt. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I remember the poor thing. Yeah. And and honestly, you were kind of new to grooming at the time, or right. close to it. You had just started, so there wasn't as much information out there at the time. We didn't even know what flea dermatitis really was at the yeah. time. So, you know, or products, there weren't weren't nearly as as many products. Right. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the products. You know, like now everybody's kind of going into a more natural, holistic route. You know, um, Mm -hmm. we're kind of swaying away from chemical products that are very effective. The problem that they were originally facing was with all these organic products was that they weren't as effective. They weren't killing the flea as quickly, but we've come a long way from that. Now there's a lot of organic flea shampoos, flea and tick shampoos. There's so many that are super, super effective, if not more than yeah. some of the chemical-based ones. I know Earthbath. I they, love Earthbath. I love Earthbath, too. They put out a great product. Yeah. Very effective because you want that flea to die quickly, too. You don't want it to survive long enough to be able to jump off the dog. Yeah. They'll you find know? a way to get out of the, you know, they're wily. <laughs> yeah. Another one is, aside from the flea shampoo, if the dog does have the flea bite dermatitis, you want to kind of soothe that down. Uh, of course, defleeing first, getting rid of all the fleas, sure. and then uh, you know using a good oatmeal shampoo or there's another like a tar and aloe shampoo, melaleuca shampoos, tea tree oil shampoos. There's all these great shampoos that will help soothe the skin at the same time killing the fleas and you may have to repeat this process Uh, you know you might do it one week and you'll have a reoccurring problem and do it again the next week and the beauty of using these organic products is that you can use them as often as necessary unlike the chemical based ones where you know it's recommended that you don't use them too often yeah the chemical like you said it's not that they don't work i just don't know that i would because chemicals tend to go into the dog's bloodstream that's you know and and yes very effective obviously if the fleas are feeding off of the blood and the chemicals in there it's going to kill them and and it maybe it'll even work you know without you having to bathe your dog so often but i just don't know that i would 
really want to pour that all over my pet at such a high rate, especially if, if my dog had an infestation. I just don't know. The research is just uh, chemicals going into a dog's blood. Just what can be the long-term effects on that? Not to down talk it, I guess, because it is effective, but as far as long-term safety and and ridding the fleas of your dog, off of your dog, you know, organic and just natural shampoos and sprays and stuff have really become sort of the norm. It's all very herbal. Uh, there was another, uh, I think it was Dr. Harvey Herbal Protection is another good one. And also what you said too about the soothing. The soothing is just so important whether, you're, whether your pet has dermatitis or not. It, just to soothe the skin is always a good thing, really. Right. I mean, we use those oatmeal shampoos even on a regular basis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the things that we do at the shop, though, is because we're able to use these organic shampoos during the flea season, I mean, we're up north, so it's peaking right now in the fall, we sometimes take it upon ourselves and just do the flea shampoo just in case, you know, because it's safe anyway, and they clean the dog really well too, you know, but for people at home, I think we need to be prepared. Just assume that, you know, your dog may get fleas. So be prepared with a good flea shampoo, a good flea spray. Again, there's organic flea sprays as well. Adams puts out a good organic flea spray. Did I say spray? Yeah, I think, I I think sh- you said spray. Yeah, Adams puts on a good <laughs> flea spray over there. <laughs> over there at the pet store. <laughs> you know, I like Adams. They're the best ones. You know, <laughs> bring in the <laughs> Adams shampoo is the best one out there. Sorry. <laughs> Godfather? I'm doing Godfather. Come on, man. <laughs> you got to do Trump. I'm doing Godfather. Okay. All right. So we're do a, one of these days, we're going to do a, a full on. We we're just going to do impressions the whole time, and nobody's going to know which of us is talking the whole time. <laughs> Bring in a meeting of the heads of all the five families, and the one that approaches you is the flea. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's great. That is so funny. Oh, oh yeah, they're uh, there in all. Yeah, I don't know. We're out of our minds, but I like that. Uh, you know, we're able to talk about. You know, fleas are a serious thing, but you have to be lighthearted about these things because there's so many serious things about your pets. I don't know about everybody else, but I'm a very nervous pet owner. I'm the, you know, not not so much that I run to the vet for everything, but I'm always scared when uh, right. you know for my pets and and it's just it's good to with everything you can if you could think about something in a lighthearted way and just know that that nine times out of ten if it's caught early and that's the point i was trying to make before about inspect your dog a little bit is that nine times out of ten basic things if they're caught early can be treated and that really goes for a lot of other things outside of you know uh, fleas and you know it goes for dental hygiene uh, we did a video Absolutely. about that you know, it goes it goes for everything, really. Just the more yeah. you stare at your dog, you know, outside of just petting them and having fun with them, you know, take a look. On t- you know, you got to take a look and see what's right. going on. Just, um, you yeah. know, be as uh, updated. And I think, you know, we'll probably just go to break here and, and we'll get into that a little bit more after that. Awesome. Yeah, we'll be right back. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. She was thrown out of a pickup truck. Somebody threw him out of a car and shattered his leg. They found her walking on the streets. Many have been abused, malnourished, eating garbage. Scabs, itching, licking, missing fur. There's this commercial on TV that the ASPCA does. They want you to send in $19 a month for a dog in the shelter. I think you should go and adopt a dog from the ASPCA and then get that dog on Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You don't need to spend thousands on vet bills. Their answer is nutrition. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. When you rescue a dog, 
You've got to feed them right for life. Every rescue deserves at least 90 days of Dynovite. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynovite is nutrition. Dynovite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Oh, sure. It's all fun and games until someone ends up in a cone. That's right. We're animals. Deal with it. Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, so we're back here on Groomer Humor, and when we left, I had mentioned that uh, it's important to inspect your dogs, keep an eye on them, and really, really just keep an eye out for anything that might be off, because nine times out of ten, you can solve it just by discovering it early. And um, that brings up another good point, speaking of inspecting, as a person who bathes dogs professionally, giving flea baths, it's especially important to inspect before and after the bath to make sure you know what you're dealing with as far as an infestation or is it just a couple and then afterward of course make sure you know uh, if you got them all or if you got the majority of them you know check the dog's skin see how the dog is feeling keep an eye on him after a couple hours even after that of course and make sure he's not still scratching and all that just see how he's feeling and uh, I wanted to share a, uh, a technique actually that, or not so much a, a technique as a tip, that it's very important when you're giving, if you're going to give your dog a flea bath at home, and for your groomers out there, just to make sure you're doing this too, when you're giving your dog or cat a flea bath, it's really important to start by the front of your pet's body, not the rear. You know, dab a little bit of flea shampoo on the muzzle, by the ears, because fleas, if you start in the rear, the fleas will run away from it and run toward the front, and now they could run into the ears or into the mouth or into the nose to hide and get away from the uh, from the shampoo. So that's sometimes overlooked that it's really important to start at your pet's head and to make sure you keep them out of the ears and the nose and the eyes and all that because you want them to run toward the rear because it's much easier to, to sort of trap them when you get back there. You'd agree with that, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. You definitely want to start at the head, forcing all the fleas towards the body and definitely get a good lather going. And you want to, once you dab that shampoo, you want to start to work it in there and lather up the head and body. Then once you're all lathered up, you want to let that flea shampoo sit on for a good 10 minutes, yeah. uh, give, you know, giving it an opportunity to kill the fleas before you rinse it. Um, you definitely yeah, want that, to leave that's, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing that, sorry to interrupt you, that's another thing that's so often overlooked is giving a flea bath is a lot different than giving just a regular bath. There's a regular bath, you just sort of lather the dog down and you do the same thing, you get all the spots, you know, you want to clean the whole dog thoroughly, but then when you're done lathering, you pretty much just rinse the dog right down. A flea bath is a complete opposite. You have to start at a very specific place, end at a very specific place, and then you have to let it sit like you just said. People, a lot of times that gets overlooked, people will uh, lather up the dog in the flea shampoo and then just rinse it right away and not give the shampoo a chance to do its thing right it's like in your case you can't take like a two-second shower like you do right you got to spend a little bit more time Mm, yeah Mm -hmm. right right Mm -hmm. i tried it sometimes i try to kick it up to a four second yeah it just just, depends you're conserving water though right well that's important you know i think that's all that's also overlooked we have to be diligent sometimes you know and i have a lot more hair than you (laughs) exactly I don't know. That wasn't really relevant, but it's never a, never a bad time to make fun of your dad. 
Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> never a bad time. So yeah. So on top of flea shampoo, as we spoke about earlier, you want to try to follow up with a good soothing shampoo, like an oatmeal shampoo, an aloe shampoo, melaleuca shampoo. Follow mm. that. Follow any flea shampoo up with that, just to soothe the skin. And again, like we said, you might have to repeat the process. But I think another part of it is I would just assume every year, just to be prepared for this, have a good flea spray have a good flea shampoo. Timing is everything. And like you said, inspect your dog. If you see a flea or two, spray it, you know, with the flea spray, because spray it direct, kill it right away. Even not being prepared, not having a, a flea spray could mean, you know, an extra day. And that hatching female that we talked about, you know, mm -hmm. hatched within that time of you not having you know, a shampoo or a, a spray. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, you know, that just having a spli uh, a free spray. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> a flea spray. Uh, <laughs> just, just, tongue twister. A flea spray. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta get the flea spray. <laughs> uh, just by not, you you should have a flea spray handy all the time because your dog might not always need a full on flea bath. That's happened before. I've actually got on a dog that actually had quite a lot of fleas i was actually able once to get all of them every single one of them with and i swear there were no fleas left on it afterward i was able to get one just by dabbing a little bit on my finger and finding there was you know there was only maybe five of them and they had survived the flea bath and i noticed afterward that there were still a little bit and i had a good organic uh, flea spray and uh, i was able to finish them off with that and like you were just saying you, you know you just sort of you know you spray a little bit on you don't want to you know uh, douse the dog in it or anything like that but uh yeah a good organic flea spray you spray it on your finger and you sort of trap them under it and you're able to get them so it's just a great tool to yeah. have because you know you don't want to dry your dog's skin out by bathing them every 30 seconds because they have a couple right. fleas on them so sometimes it's great to just have a spray because right, exactly. um, direct yeah, you just kind of get it directly and yeah. uh, and it's gone. You know, it, yeah. it, it and works. Then another suggestion that I want to make too is if you live in an area that's heavily wooded or if you've had really bad flea problems in the past, if you have a good flea spray prior to walking your dog or, you know, letting him out in the yard, give him a good mist, you know, just, you know, don't get it in his eyes or anything like that. Just give him a good mist of the, the flea spray of, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, right prior to walking them or, or letting them outside your backyard. And this would, will deter any fleas from jumping on. If they jump on, they'll tend to jump off right away. So it's just another little helpful tip there. If you yeah, again, get yourself flip, some flea spray. You get to get some fleas spray. Yeah, you get to get some fleas spray. You'll be fine. <laughs> and just put a spray, a, sp a mist <laughs> on the spray. That's all you got to do. So, yeah. So, yeah. But just uh, definitely just li little tips like this. Because, again, as we talked about earlier, this is a bad season. We're in for yes. a really, yes. really bad season. Mm -hmm. So, you want to stay on top of it. You know, avoid that dermatitis problem. Yeah, that's you, you really can't talk about it enough, really, because, you know, how often do you really sit down with like your neighbor when you see them in the driveway and say, you, you know, and you chat about fleas for the, for the next hour, you know, it doesn't <laughs> right. get talked about enough. And it sounds strange to say that. Yeah, it's not a popular conversation. Story. Hey, how's the fleas? You know what I mean? It's not, <laughs> right. that's, that's just not how conversations work. So that's why, you know, right. it's important, but you should talk about it. And it's good right. that, that, you know, uh, you know, anybody who's, who's listening just to, you know, they have some insight on it because it's really not a topic that gets covered in detail. You know, you, hey, I got fleas, you give them a bath. That's usually where it begins. But there's more to it.
Yeah, there's great yard sprays as well that you can, you know, if you, again, if you're living in the heavily wooded area or, or you're prone to getting fleas every year, there's great yard sprays that you, you know, little hose attachments that you attach to your hose. You could do it yourself or, you know, you call a, a lawn maintenance person and they could do it for you. But yeah, I agree. It's not a topic. You know, you know, you know, your neighbor's going to be out there washing his car and hey, what are you doing today, Tom? No, I'm, you know, I'm going to, you know, deflee the area. You know, it's not, it's not talking. Yeah, right. You know? Exactly. It's not, yeah. That's true. You know? Yeah. So, it's, it just mm-hmm. doesn't really, you know, if it gets, yeah, my dog has fleas. It's just usually just written off and it's such a common problem. It is a normal thing. You really, you know, I, I can understand why a lot of people just sort of say it in passing because, you know, it is, but a lot of times fleas can just, can turn into something worse like dermatitis right. or, you know, just even just develop into just a lot of skin irritation that your dog can do without and that that's why i always stress the inspection thing just as yeah. a pet owner because i just think that yeah and i mentioned it before that honestly nine times out of ten obviously there's exceptions but nine times out of ten something just common that's wrong with your dog and a lot of common things could turn mm-hmm. into bigger problems yeah. the more you pay attention to these things the quicker you can catch them and, and really i mean a lot of times it could be alleviated just by yeah. knowing that it's there and being able to recognize it you know being able to recognize that your dog's teeth are starting to uh, get a little bit shaky is good because then you could make some adjustments to their diets or get them right. to the vet to get a, a deep cleaning or your or sometimes groomers do good cleanings too just little things to pick up on yeah. rather than just mm-hmm. oh i have a dog he's so cute let me rub his belly and it's like well you know like you say inspect put lift the hair yeah. back uh, you know take a look yeah. under the ears it happens it happens and, and again, it's not by any fault of the owners at all. It becomes overlooked because, yeah. you know, maybe your dog has an ear infection that you don't even know about. You know, they mm-hmm. have they have long ears. And yeah, I understand yeah. it's not something that ah, I'm going to go home and after work, what do I got to do? I got to cook dinner. I'm going to inspect right. the dog's ears. You know, it's like it, this, right. it, it doesn't yeah. always happen like that. But yeah. And another point I want to make before we go, because we are running out of time, is if you are a groomer, you're in a shop environment. If you are seeing dogs coming in your shop with a lot of fleas, you at the end of the day, at the end of your week, you want to flea bomb or spray your shop down really, really well, because again, you just don't want to transfer any of that problem to your next client or your next dog. So very, very important that you spray your shop down as well. If you have a dog grooming shop or a kennel or, you know, you work with animals in any way. So, right. Yep. Yep. So what do you think? I think we're, we might be out of time here. Yeah. We're probably Uh out of time here, but, um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, just glad we just wanted to uh, get that out. I think it's important. The timing is good. It's a common uh, and current that's going to mm-hmm. be going on because the, the season is and upon we're us. Gonna, we'll talk more about it in future, you know, episodes too. Yes, yes. There's always a lot to cover with fleas, yeah. and uh, definitely. And, and like I mentioned earlier, we have a uh, we just put out a video on flea dermatitis on our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is called Grooming by Rudy. Don't forget to go and check that out. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube. That should be, uh, I think by the time this comes out, that'll be our, uh, our latest video that uh, came out because we want people to know what that looks like. As we mentioned before, it's important to identify with it. We'd like to thank Mark Winter, as always. Thank you so much for helping us put this together, our producer. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. And, uh, yep, until next time, everybody, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>